Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 double dippers, strap on suckers, and rim job rejects. This is Billy Proceda, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm your host, comedian Billy Presida. Uh, this is the podcast where every week I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, sexuality, and love. And there's uh, plenty of love talk on this week's episode with Caroline. And uh, really excited to tell you more about her in a bit. Sunday, I was supposed to have a date, and I was really excited about it. But I woke up at like four in the morning with just this like fat lip, like someone just like knocked me in the face in my sleep and knowing how some roommates feel about me, it's not completely unlikely, but I just woke up with this big ass spot and I just assumed, Oh shit, I'm about to get a cold sore. I popped a couple Valcyclovir, went back to bed. I woke up and the swelling was down, but it wasn't tender, but I still canceled the day. I was like, I, I must be getting a cold sore. Cold sores are like my main motivation to stay calm ever. It's just like Billy. Is this worth being out of commission for at least a week? Okay, no. Deep breaths, goose fraba. Let's not get stressed. And by the end of the day, the swelling was down. I woke up on Monday and no cold sore. So it was a false alarm. So that was a little... On one hand, I'm grateful and happy that I I wasn't having an outbreak. On the other hand, I'm annoyed that I canceled a a perfectly good date. So... (laughs) I was proud of myself for this. I, I, I was supposed to meet up with a lady friend who I, who I sleep with. And she said she had to cancel. She said she had shit going on in her head. She was thinking about a lot of stuff, about big changes coming up. And initially, of course, in my fucked up head, I'm thinking it has everything to do with me. I think, oh shit, she's about to say we can't fuck anymore. Oh no. But uh, I did not go psycho and crazy like I probably would have in the past. I, I, you know, I, I was supportive. I said, Hey, that's good. That's fine. Take your time. Take care of you first. Cause that's important. Changes are scary. All that stuff. Not once I say, Hey, does that, uh, um, does it have to do with me? I think it's very common when like a partner or a lover just says some sort of like ominous thing. Like, Oh, you know, I've just been thinking about a lot of stuff automatically we're thinking it has to do with us. We're like, did I do something? Are you about to break up with me? Never could it just be like, yeah, I'm thinking about moving or I might want to quit my job. No, it's just like, oh no, this has to do with me because I'm the most important thing going on in their life. And a lot of the times we're not. So um, good on me for not being too self-centered. And uh, I'm not complaining too much otherwise. I want to say thank you so much to the sweetheart who bought me some books that came before Christmas. As a lot of you know, my Amazon wish list is uh, of public note. It's on the website, manwhorepod.com, under reading list. And I got an Amazon package today, and it had some books. And just said very simply, you know, hi, dollface, enjoy your gift, Merry Christmas, from Santa. Thank you so much for the books. I've opened two of them so far. It was uh, Mankind's Have a Nice Day. And then Going Clear, Scientology, Hollywood, and the Prison of Belief by Lawrence Wright. Uh, Going Clear, it's it's the book that they used to make the documentary Going Clear on HBO. Scary as fuck documentary about Scientology. I'm very excited to read this book too. And then there's a third book, but I am not opening it until Christmas morning. Because just like last year, I am still estranged from the immediate family, so I will not be going home for Christmas this year, which means it's another year that I'm not opening presents, which is fine. I'm not trying to goad you into buying me shit. I'm just saying I'm getting used to not having that traditional wake-up family experience. My mom likes to buy specialized nutcrackers every year, like themed, and everyone has their own on their stack of presents. So this is going to be a very special thing for me on Christmas morning that I will unwrap. So thank you. I've already spent too much time talking about uh, myself. (laughs) Let's talk about somebody else. As you all know, uh, from time to time, you lovely people like to ask me questions via the email. 
And on even rarer occasions, I'd like to read them out loud on the show. This is a topic we haven't exactly covered too much of, so I thought I would throw it out there. Uh, he writes, hey, Billy, I really enjoy the podcast. I would like to know how do you go about finding good places to get your special massages at? Regards, Sean. Well, Sean, I'm assuming by massages you mean happy endings. There are various different ways of of acquiring a happy ending or figuring out if a masseuse or some person offers those. Now, if you're looking for a place to go to, we would call that an in-call. It depends on what city you're in. If you're in New York City, like myself, there is just a saturation of sex work to be had here. And a lot of it you can just pass by and not even know it. There's Asian massage parlors all over New York City. And I don't know, I with my years of experience can kind of tell what's a happy ending Asian massage parlor and what's a legitimate massage place, you know, mostly just based off of how big of a smile the guy who leaves has, but I don't recommend you like just walk in and take a chance. You know, that's, um, putting yourself up for risk. You know, don't just like walk into a massage envy and hope you get the jerk off girl may not end well for you. Just soliciting prostitution to a, a fully licensed good old fashioned, non-prostitution massage therapist. Not a good idea. I prefer the internet. Way more effective. Uh, Backpage.com, there's an entire erotic massage section. There's also a whole escort and BDS uh, pro dominatrix and stripper section. But if you go to the body rub section of Backpage, you can search whatever you want to search, and you will find Asian massage parlors. You will find non-Asian massage collectives. Those are like apartments where basically a lot of girls are all sharing the same apartment and equipment. Usually it's like to save money because they can't afford rent on their own or whatever. So you can find all that on Backpage. I personally prefer to use independence because I find with an independent, if I choose correctly, I'm going to get exactly what I want. I don't think there's going to be a surprise upsell. I'm kind of going into it knowing what I'm paying for. And to find a dependence, I do use Backpage, but I like to double check that with uh, with massage review sites. Personally, I use TER. It's called theeroticreview.com. And on that site, like they, you can do these like very hyper specific searches. You know, you can search the type of girl you want, whether it's like by race, boob size, butt size, what kind of age they are, do they have tattoos, do they have piercings, etc. You can search by services. Do they offer blowjobs? Do they fuck? Do they let you come on their face? Do they do rim jobs? Do they offer two girls? Things like that. And again, and, and they'll also list the prices. And again, and I prefer that because I don't want to have doubt in my mind. I don't want to be on the massage table getting a really good massage and then worried, having all this anxiety for 45 minutes, worried about what's going to happen on the flip. I kind of want to know already, you know? So I recommend that. Use Backpage, use a review site like TER, and that's a good way to get started. And you can poke around and hopefully find something you're looking for in an area near you. You can search for in-calls. You can search for out-call, which is when the girl comes to you. But sometimes, dude, you just gotta, you just gotta go for it. You know, if you see a, a place on Backpage, if you're in a more rural area, like when I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Backpage had two places that were offering happy ending massages. So I just picked one and I went with it because there were no reviews on it in Tulsa. They call that uh, T-O-F-F-T, take one for the team. Or T-O-F-T-T. I don't know my abbreviations, but you know what I mean. So anyways, uh, Sean, I hope all that's useful information. The short answer is the internet. It's all on the internet. Go poke around. Now, uh, now this week's guest is Caroline. Caroline, uh, wow. Caroline's a little hippy-dippy, little, little woo-woo, a bit, of, a bit of a Burning Man gal, if you know what I mean. And, and she's wonderful, and she's fabulous. It's a very loving episode. But I, I, I got to tell you, it was an interesting experience seeing Caroline again. Here's the backstory for, for Caroline and myself. I was in Vegas shooting a porno with Sarah J and doing the podcast with her. If you all remember, I think it's episode 22 with Sarah J, the porn star. And I got an email from a girl who found my email address on a 
now defunct profile page of a of a dating site I was on. And she basically was like, hey, I think you're really cute. And I thought I'd reach out because I'd like to get together with you. We seemed like like-minded people. So we get together. We had a couple drinks, had some fun, walked around the village. We end up at her place where we, we fooled around. She gave me a happy ending, we'll say. I, I leave. I'm thinking, okay, cool. This is a, this is a girl I want to fool around with. We, we were talking a lot. We were planning on getting together and just, you know, schedules didn't mesh for about a month. It was like, hey, I'm in Texas. Okay, well now, hey, I'm in Boston. Okay, let's figure this out. But then after a bunch of enthusiastic text messages, she just kind of disappeared. The inevitable ghost. And I think you all know my position on ghosting. I'm not a fan of the practice. I think it's more effective to just simply say, look, I'm not feeling it. No, thank you. Which Caroline says later in the episode, she does admit that that was not the best way to go about it. And I know some guys don't take no for an answer, but I, I'm of the mindset that, hey, at least you've done your part of saying no, that there's no ambiguity. That was if a third party was looking at your conversations, they're not going to say, well, you know, how's he supposed to know you're not interested? other than the silence going on. So that, that's my backstory with Caroline. Um, what I thought was great chemistry, a really fun night, and then nothing. And then I, I meet up with her to record, and there was just such a nothing between us. It was kind of jarring, you know? It, doing this podcast is kind of strange sometimes, because, you know, I'm, I'm meeting up with girls who I sometimes clicked with six years ago and haven't spoken to since sometimes meeting up with them is amazing. Sometimes it feels just like it's our next date. I don't know if you remember a few episodes back, Claire, Claire clicked. It was amazing. It felt like we were on a date by the end of it. I was thinking, Hey, so are we going out again? Like what's up? That's actually even happened. You know, like uh, Lisa, the comedian from, uh, an episode, uh, episode like 23-ish. After the podcast episode, we ended up trying to date again. That's what the show kind of does sometimes. But other times, you know, like with, with Caroline, the chemistry's not there, you, not one iota. So it's almost strange because it, it throws me off at first because I'm thinking, hey, yeah, I'm going to have a conversation with Caroline. It's going to be like old times. And we sit down and it's like I'm just talking to uh, uh, just some person who I kind of know who one time touched my penis. And it never has that uh, been so apparent to me than, than when I left her apartment that night. So I found that interesting. Well, so yeah, that's, that's my, my background with Caroline. And, and as my, some of my roommates are here now, I'm actually just going to go ahead and wrap up and let you guys just listen to me chit-chat about lovey-dovey stuff and non-monogamy with Caroline. When your mission is beyond missionary, step up your game with Liberator. Their collection of transformable sex furniture and sex toy mounts will put you in sexual positions you never thought were possible. Use promo code MANHOR and save 40% off the best-selling wedge ramp combo at liberator.com. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore or faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier, just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder uh, uh, uh. and you can get 40 percent off liberators wedge ramp combo when you use promo code manhor at liberator.com or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product again 40 percent off their best-selling wedge ramp combo with promo code manhor or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today so got, what do we do? What you, got we, your, you got your tea? I, I got I got my tea. Your tea, you got your nail polish. Yeah, yeah. You're good? I think so. I oh. mean, all we have to do is wait now for the nail polish to dry. Ah. 
We could probably even start talking while while that happens. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say so. Oh, uh, last thing I forgot. Okay, yes. Are we calling you Caroline? or You can call me Caroline. Okay. That's what I call myself most of the time. So. Or what do you call yourself when you're not calling yourself Caroline? Um, wow, I guess like 100% of the time. I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> On second thought, I don't have any nicknames for I don't, myself. I don't really have. Nope. Nope. I don't. That's other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, thanks for, for doing the show. Thanks for having me over to, to do this. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, nice seeing you uh, all Good this time a year later. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what's up? You're live. I'm, I'm glad about that. That's. You I'm know. doing that. Breathing. Um, it's, it's pretty fantastic. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Because yeah. last, you know, last I heard, you were you were saying uh, when I walked in, you were like, yeah, you know, I've been reading this guy's text for the last like year. I guess I could respond to this one, right? Uh, what was that? So you were reading them. I mean, I, I, I mean, like you were seeing that they I came was up, seeing and, yeah. that they existed. Correct. Right, right, right. So what was that about? Um, well, I, the best tactic I found, generally speaking, <laughs> up until God, I don't know, like pretty recently. Um, in dealing with men of the mostly straight variety is that no answer is better than saying no because Um. no doesn't tend to be taken as no. It tends to be taken as, oh, she replied. So that means yes. Um, So that's that's been my like general go-to response unless I'm dealing with like a little bit more aware and um, open-minded group of, of Eve, people. Did I, oh, did I not seem open-minded? You didn't. Ouch. That's. I wouldn't. <laughs> t- I wouldn't take that personally. Uh-huh. Um, I applied that rule like across the board a year and a half ago when we when we saw yeah. each other, um, and sort of just like stuck with that tactic. Um, but you would, and then you would send me these like really kind of funny messages. Like like I remember one time like I cracked up. You were like, okay, and uh, one more for the road. <laughs> Gotta give it a go. You were, you were, look, you're a really hot chick, had a really fun time. I was like, I gotta give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. I like showed one of my roommates and we were like, she was like, oh man, you're like, you gotta give that one to him. And I was like, I'm gonna give it silently. Ah, you could have given me a no very audibly. And I'd be like, okay, no problem. Right, right. All I knew Um, was like, uh, out of nowhere, you went to Texas and then uh, we were trying to like reschedule. Like, I think we had a night where like, we were going to meet up and then you were tired and then I went to Boston. And right, I, right. I, I just relearned all this today as I like, I went ah, through. I was like, what okay. happened? What happened? Uh, yeah, yeah. You went to Texas and then... Yeah, I travel a lot. I mean, I'm pretty sure last summer... Do you know... Well, you were you were like jet setting all over the place. I was talking I'm, about like... I know, I know not... I know last summer, I, I mean, I was in Switzerland and Italy mm-hmm. and then in like... Uh, not like a month later, I think it was in Amsterdam and I, yeah, I traveled to Asia and then back into the UK and like, and that was before last year ended. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't stick around the city too, too much. Right. Um, but I knew about all of that. That was cool mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and me, the only travel I had was like, I ran away to Amsterdam for a weekend. So it's all like I had. I was like, okay, she travels. I have an Amsterdam story. I can do that. That's right. Um, right. But, uh, you were, I think you were like visiting family in Texas and yeah, you were complaining yeah. about all the homophobia down there or something. You were there like, there is some of that. Yeah. And then you were like, yeah, I'll hit you. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out when I get back. And then, uh, you started reading my text silently. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think yeah. there's, I just, there was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot to juggle. Um, and so I decided to let that one you know, fall off, fall off the edge, All right. if you will. Yeah. yeah. Has the silent treatment normally like, has that worked out for you usually? It's like you're the only one that it hasn't been 100 percent effective with. Uh, it's only because I have some weird podcast thing. That's the only reason. <laughs> I was content. I and I didn't. And I, let, I let you. I let it be. And then you really did. I hit, I hit you up in like June, and that was because I was going to ask you to do the show. Right, right. And then I let it be, and then I was like, okay, let's try. You again. really, you gave it like several months in between. I like, I didn't take it. Personally, I wasn't like, wow, what a creep. It was like, I was like, I bet he's trying to like, I'm going to come on his show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you knew this coming. At the time. I was like, well, you know, 
<laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll reply when I'm ready. And like you texted the other day and I was like, guess I'm ready. And like replied. So there's that. There you, you go. You're not the first that's happened to. I've had, uh, I had this girl Claire on who she, uh, when I first asked her, she was like, yeah, no way. I can't do that. And then I asked her, uh, six months after that. And she was like, you know what? I'm ready now. And just things are different in her life. She's like, I'm prepared to be able to be open and talk right. uh, about that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's different, but that you're feeling cool to talk about. Um, I guess I'm just in, like settled enough in my romances and in in myself and like my comfortability with that to be able to like look look at these things in a a little bit more of a public gaze. Mm-hmm. Um I like when I, when you, when you had, you know, sent me that text message and you're like, Hey, you know, how are you doing? I, I had actually just spoken with my like final monogamous relationship, like my like last ex, if you will. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'd also gotten like lover broken up with for the first time, uh-huh. um, very recently. And you reply, like you, like you sent a message, you reached out and I was like, Hey, you know, I don't think I've been dealing with this like as maturely as I could have been. I'm like pretty sure I could have said, Hey, you know, would you mind stop, stop bothering me and I'll, I'll reach out to you (laughs) when I need to. And you would have been very graceful about it. Um, but it just, it just didn't like, there was just this wall and it didn't occur and I didn't look past that wall. I didn't like try to open any doors or windows. I was just like pretty one track minded. And I was like, Oh wow. He, you know, not that you need an apology or any, anything like that, but an acknowledgement I think would be respectful from, from my end of things. So I'd always try to do the respectful thing. (laughs) I mean, that's my feeling on ghosting. The the ghosting, I see, I think ghosting is actually more effective with that, like rational, like aware dude, because he'll pick up on it. It's the unaware ones who will keep hitting you up for weeks and weeks and weeks. I think it's the crazies who can't, who take silence as a, well, maybe there's still a chance. But they would also take the no as the, maybe there's still a chance. Any type of reply I've found, at least in my experience, it's like, I feel like with, with that, at least like you're on record, you know, like you're on record as there was a no there. There was a leave me alone. Right. Right. That's just me. I mean, again, I would have, I would left you to be, I'm actually way more persistent with, people who I asked to do the show and don't answer mm-hmm. than with people who like, I'm trying to hook up with again and then yeah, don't yeah, respond. Yeah. So yeah. Had I didn't have this. I would just let it be. I was like, all right, that was a really hot night. It's for fine. Sure. Leave for it sure. there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, at this point I'm like, yeah. Cause I mean, I got this message from, yeah, it was like, wow. I, most of the, t- at anyone that I'm not interested in or that I don't feel like they have a place that I can like properly, offer them what I know I can give. Like I'm clear about it at this point, yeah. you know, and have, have been for, you know, definitely this entire year, if not, you know, a decent part of last year. Mm. So, yeah. And so now you've got, you got people in your life and they got their places. It seems like a bit, except for that half guy. I don't know what you're doing with that. The 0.5 of the 4.5 people. He's, he's new. He's new. He, is he just really short? Like what's going on? No. Is that why no. he's half? Oh my God. No, I don't even know if I can talk about him. He makes my head so cloudy. It's okay. We don't, we don't uh, have to. Well, I mean, I always want to like then gush that's, everywhere. That's gush. Let's but, gossip. Um, no, it's, I, but until you tell me otherwise, I am picturing him as three foot five. Okay. okay, I think he's like six one or six two. All right, he's got he's got he's got me by a few. All right, <laughs> don't pick a fight with him. Um, <laughs> he's a super sweet, lovely, wonderful human being. Um, no, but I've I've only been seeing him for like two weeks, mm-hmm. so I ideally would love to see him and continue seeing him, but I don't want to assume or put words in his mouth. It seems like things are on a nice trajectory, um, but at, for the most part. I give all of my relationships, all of the new ones, a couple months to settle in to see how the flow will work out in yeah. in my life in general. All right. And so, yeah. So I was I was asking you. So, like, are you seeing anyone? You were like, well, I'm seeing several people. I've got. Uh, so, so are you polyamorous, or do you not use the poly term, or what? What's your yeah? That word bag? bites my ass. Uh, bites your ass. Yeah, and like not in a cute, sexy way, and <laughs> definitely in like a 
Wow, you did not have permission to do that kind in of like way. In like a red, red, fucking red, man. Yeah, 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 right. I'm like, poodle, poodle, poodle. poodle? Is poodle your word? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, but, but it's a good one. Like, clearly. Anyone, anyone out there uh, searching for a safe word that would be good, poodle is being highly it's recommended. It's a solid one. <laughs> it's silly enough. <laughs> right, right. So, wait, what's your, is it? Do you mean that by it bites you in the ass later on or you just don't like it? I just don't like it. Yeah. Why is that? Um, it sounds a lot like polygamy. Um, okay. That's one of the really big sticking points. I don't think. You also it's, don't like polygons either. Is that. You know, polygons anything, poly, aren't talking anything. about relationships no, I'm though. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, no, it's like, it's a nice like shtick if like I really need to get my point across fast um, but anyone that I feel like I need that to do that with probably isn't someone worth having a conversation with. <sighs> okay. Um, someone that isn't going to like, you know, spend 30 seconds listening to like my preferred terminology. Um, I'm not really sure that I want to be, you know, sp- spending my time there. Okay. Um, but it's at this point, I guess I find myself in unconventional or untraditional relationships. Um, non-monogamy like kind of hits me a little bit funny too uh it's like definitely preferable uh but it sounds accurate yes and it's but it's also it points out like with a you know big purple finger that monogamy is the mainstream which it is still accurate as as i've seen um but i am gonna give myself a little more time to live in a world where potentially it might you know Perhaps not be accepted as part of the mainstream, but at least acknowledged and not shut out as much as it is. I mean, it seems like in terms of like mainstream media and such, whether it be like TV shows or the news, it's like slowly getting more and more accepted quotation marks. Like, I mean, it's not going to be as much of a damnifying headline depends on the news outlet. Like I think some of the bigger ones are like, we get it. They're people. They do that. I don't. And they're the same people who would be like, I could never do it, but like you do your thing. And you're like, yeah. there's still a little bit of contempt in your mind when you're doing that incredulous, like, well, I could never. It's like, well, no one fucking asked you. That's true. Right. <laughs> no one asked, like, if you could do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just were explaining what we were doing over here. Right. In this, like, happy fun space. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you have, like, a particular terminology you prefer? Unconventional relationships. Unconventional. Open relationships. Um, non-traditional which you know, you do, is, you, don't, you don't want anything that's acknowledging the other side as being a standard as like the mainstay. It seems like doing my best not to. Okay. Yeah, um, and still failing, but you know the <laughs> the progress is in the struggle. We're so. college educated people, and we'll find a word in that big book eventually. That there is, I've, yeah, I'm like I just have m- many boyfriends. Yeah. Right. That's you like, know, and like it's it's a lot of fun, and like I don't know, I'm it. It's it is simple in that way. Um, there, you know, there's there's a lot of room, and like everyone has such busy schedules that it doesn't make any sense to to narrow anything down. Um, and right now, I think it is so much more of a lifestyle choice than like a lifestyle like identifier. If that if that makes sense, like the community surrounding people in these like quote unquote poly relationships the poly people they go to poly events they talk about being poly and like poly is their right, life that's right and that's they like self-identify file pick yeah. yeah 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 and like and that's totally cool um and i you know i do love that a lot i'm really glad that that exists um i'm like super glad the bdsm community exists and like right. that these are all things that like can be plugged into and are like fantastic resources um I'm much more interested in seeing what it looks like if I don't assign anything to it and see how it plays out. Uh, if that makes no, totally. Any. What's it? What's it looking like? Pretty fabulous. Yeah. Pretty. Uh, pretty much the same as when I thought that I needed to maintain a monogamy, um, mm. except for no lying and to myself mostly. It's like I. I just. Were you a cheater? Was that what no, it was? Or no, You just no, knew in the I, back of your head you... I would just be like, well, this relationship's ending now because <laughs> I want to go fuck other people. Right. So um, that sucks because that's 
not what we both signed up for. Like, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, like my last, my last relationship, my like final monogamous relationship was, it was, I mean, it was pretty serious. Like I was in a really sweet spot in my like mental and emotional like well-being at the time. Um, and the guy that I was seeing was really like, I mean, was really into it. And I was really, really into it too. Um, and then I, I moved to Switzerland to work for the summer and he, he stayed back and was definitely concerned and probably more in tune with the potential of what that would look like for, for me to leave um, and not be kind of like by his side all the time mm. than I was. I, I was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know why you're so worried. Um, but then I left and I realized I was like, fuck, like I, this room and this space that has physically come between us is showing me all of the things that I didn't want to see when we were like seeing each other almost every day. Mm. Um, and I felt like it wouldn't be fair if I waited to get back to the States to be like, yo, like, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. Mm. Um, and I mean, he was, he was understanding and quite forgiving and like as far as things go. Cause I, it was, it was pretty serious. I mean, we, we hadn't talked about like getting married or anything, but afterwards when we met up like a while after, uh, the breakup, he, he definitely expressed that he felt it was, something he took very, very, very seriously. Um, and while it was something that I also took seriously, I think we have dif different definitions of what serious yeah. meant. You know, I was like, I was serious and honest about loving you and wanting the best for you. And like, I wouldn't have been the best for you because you wanted like one person to get pregnant and have your children. And that would not be me. Mm. So... I feel like you've had like alternative like definitions for like most things. I remember you like, yeah. I, remember, <laughs> like I remember very specifically. Okay, I, it was one of the few things when I was like relooking up uh, our interactions, just to, like catch myself up. Okay. I was like, right, very hippie woo woo. Uh, it's like a little little Burning Man type. Right. You know, right. you give off that vibe. You have the the most chilled as fuck. Even just posture right now is just <laughs> so relaxed. Like. Dude, like, what does a sitting position even mean? You know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and so, wait, when did the monogamy stuff then, uh, when did that end? When was that done? Um, I suppose around, what's the year now? 2015. I guess, so June, July of 2014. Okay. Um, so that's when I, that's when I sealed off that last relationship. Um, and, and I had fun in. Switzerland and I came back to the States to um, a, a very good friend of mine. Actually, the person that lover broke up with me, um, oh. a very good friend of mine. And like I, he was the first person I saw when I came back to the States after being away for like three months. And aren't lover breakups kind of the worst because it's so ambiguous. You almost feel like you don't get to be mad. You're like, no. well, it's not, it's not a boyfriend or girlfriend. So like, how mad am I really allowed to be? No, 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 no. Our relationship <laughs> is fucking bad as it's fuck. Um, he's, oh, okay. he, he, I referred to him for, I guess up until now as my coffee boyfriend. And now coffee he's, boyfriend. he's just my friend who is a like super sexy, like, Oh, coffee roaster. Um, <laughs> so he and I hadn't slept together. Like we'd slept in the same bed, but we hadn't like banged in at least a month prior mm. to this conversation that we had. And he explained that he'd been meaning to have this conversation for a while, but like just like hadn't like gotten the balls up to do it. Finally did get around to it. And I mean, it didn't, it didn't feel like I needed to get angry. I, I took it in and it made a lot of sense. I had been feeling something similar. Um, my like strength, my strength of feeling in general tends to exceed the other person. Mm. Um, and so I've learned to mitigate that intensity in respect to what they're receptive to. So like he definitely felt uncomfortable when I would say, I love you, even when it was very much like a friendly thing. Okay. And so I noticed that and was like, I'm just going to not say that very often because it makes them feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so our, our relationship is, it's one of the most important in my life. He's like one of my best friends. Mm. He was, were you all friends like best friends before this started? We were friends before. Okay. And then I was still seeing that person I was monogamous with. Right. Um, and so I didn't, you know, 
sleep with him or anything until and then when it broke up you're like finally i can bang steve ah right and so i came (laughs) and so i came back to the states and was able to sort of feel out what that yeah yes yeah you can bang steve in short um yeah and so i was i mean it was lovely it was like a just a really solid 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 human being he's one of the most reliable people in the world Mm -hmm. and i actually don't know what i would do without him or where I would be right now without him as far as my like emotional and like ethical progress. So it's the first like five minutes of, or maybe the first like, okay, maybe the first 15 minutes of our conversation, he like fed me dinner. Was that like bumbling through, uh, we probably shouldn't sleep together at least for a little while, but like, I still want to see you and I still want to like, you know, have like talks with you and come over to the princess palace and i still want you to come over stop stop for a second princess palace that is where you are sitting you that's are sitting, where i'm sitting i'm sitting you are sitting palace. in the princess palace this is the princess palace lo and behold okay yeah. i did not see a sign honorary princess i did not in the see, house i'm an honorary princess, princess b up in here really yeah so he was like yeah i said i still and then like after the 15 minutes he was like he was like so like i don't like how are you feeling like what are you you know, what's going on in your head. And I was like, I mean, I get it. I get it. And we, sp- and I was like, honestly, I'm just so grateful to like have you in my life. We spent the next like hour and a half gushing about like, Oh my God, how you guys, much we love each other. Um, <laughs> is it, I, I, so, I'm sorry, that almost makes me be, uh, it's like, just break, break it off. How do you guys stay not, friends? It's not a breaking. It's not, it's an evolution in our relationship. How, why can't you guys just do it? Like everyone else, you just end it poorly and never talk for 50 years. Well, I don't, the way that I've always looked at that relationship is that I don't care what happens between us as long as like, as long as the best thing for him is what's going on. Mm. I never want him to feel hurt. I know I can't protect him, but if I can do anything to prevent that from happening on my end, then I'll totally go there. And I never, I never want him to feel pressured into behaving in a way that he doesn't want to because of me. Um, I, I, I mean, I want what's best for him. That's the, isn't that what anyone wants this is basically, for anyone else? Yeah, this has basically become like a love letter to Steve being like, Steve, I still love you as a friend. You're my, well, and he knows that I don't, need I to, he doesn't. So, so it does to me, to me, like my ego was definitely bruised. It definitely like stung more on my walk home that evening than I thought it mm. would. Um, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm taking this pretty well. And then I like walked outside and I was like, oof, oh, feeling it, feeling it now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's okay. It's okay to cry. I was like, oh, okay. Not crying, but still there is a discomfort in change, generally speaking. Um, and our relationship is definitely changing even if only like through words, it it had already been behaving differently for quite a while Mm. um so just acknowledging that through (laughs) speech was enough to make me feel uncomfortable and then i realized like well it's not like i'm losing anything you know i'm losing this part of our relationship that probably wasn't serving us anymore and when i woke up the next morning i had this very interesting feeling of being uncluttered um because it was definitely a relationship that i hadn't even quite realized I needed to have with him. I kind of teased the idea in my head, like, oh, maybe we should talk about, like, why we're not having sex and, like, you know, like, what's going on with him and why he hasn't, like, reached out as much as he used to. Um, But as long as he's happy, then I don't, you know, whatever. I'm just happy that he can be happy. And I know that he wouldn't, like, kick me out of his life there's no reason to like what, what reason have I given none okay. Okay. <laughs> at least so far, you know? Right. Um, so now you got these other, you got these other boyfriends and that's going well and such. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, so here, here's something I remember is, is we met on like a, like a dating site thing mm-hmm. and I'm going through it. And so like they had a Q and a section. I don't know if you remember her like sure, that can't yeah, be. Okay. Yeah. So like, in your dating things, you said like your ideal relationship would only be like a few months. Uh huh. Is that still kind of the case? Um, I haven't even and, checked that checked that no, in a while. But all right, I'm no, asking you now. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. At the, I mean, at this point, I always say because because of so many boyfriends, like oh, I wasn't like super acclimated at that point to uh. being transparent, which is my general intention. Um, I was mostly using the site at that point to meet people and figure out how the fuck I could talk about where I was going um, and what I wanted. And so 
I didn't really know. I figured you nailed it with me. You were pretty straightforward and like transparent. In yeah, that email that was great. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it's it like I had to figure out how to tell people that I was already seeing what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and it's it was hard because I was like, fuck, they're just gonna like you know, slut shame me and like hate me and think that or the, I'm awful. The other side of that is they like treat you just like a body part to stick it in versus like a person. They'll be like, oh, well, she's all like slutty banging people. So like, I don't have to treat her like a human. Mm, no, you don't run into that. No, I have friends who sometimes say that if like, if he knows like how, let's say sleeping around she is, if he knows that he'll be like, oh, well then I don't even have to care. Because she's like just fucking dudes with like, so he's still putting her as like less of a person, but like from the other angle. Yeah, I just haven't run into that. Lucky, lucky you. Yeah, I, I've definitely been messaged on the interwebs by people who may be thinking along those lines or who think that they're not thinking along those lines, but clearly by their phrasing and right. by the way they approach um, my like presence as an object that, that uh that's the way that they are thinking um but i none of the people that i mean i i don't know if i'm like just dis- discriminatory and in an accurate way or if i just got lucky or what it was but none of the people that already existed had that type of backlash uh like that existed in my life and i've been able to be pretty open about it with almost everyone i know um, and going forward and, in, and in, into meeting new people, um, at this point, especially probably for the last like 10 or 12 months, I don't see people that aren't already dating other people. And that's so then that it just, it's, well, that it clears easier, things yeah. up so much. And I don't do any, I don't have to do any work. Um, yeah. well, yeah. Sh- shout out to my, my friend, my French listener, Jazz. She, she emailed me asking, um, I didn't read this advice email, but you know, we, I could get into it now. She, she was asking me where to, where to meet people like that. Like where specifically to meet people who think in these like alternative ways, who do untraditional relationship models, who whatever, what have you, where to meet those types of people. And, you know, I gave her my point of view. I just said like the type of the way you speak will kind of give those hints and keywords and you listen to the same keywords. If you're hearing people drop the same things, you'd be like, all right, they're, I think they're on my team here mm. and you can feel them out other than going like traditionally to like dating sites for that, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. Was she thinking more like in real life? Or? In real life. She wouldn't want to meet, you know, people in real life um, who kind of are like-minded. There are, I don't have them written down and I haven't been, but I know from... Um, from my like my burner friends that like <laughs> there are totally meetups in the city. Yeah, um, I mean, she's not in the city; she's elsewhere. But I mean, in general, there in general there should yeah. be. It's like you like scour Reddit a little bit, and I bet you would come across yeah. it. Um, there's actually a there's a there's totally like a poly subreddit. Uh, yeah, there's a there's polyamory, and then separately there's a non monogamy yeah. subreddit. Yeah. yeah, and I mean you could just. You know, find that ask, hit that up. I told her um, meetup.com. You can usually find shit like the, if you put it out there, I feel like it comes back. Like, if yes. you, let's say you have Tinder. If you put some of like the code words yeah. right, in your profile, yeah. I feel like you're going to start getting people using them back to you because it's almost like a beacon. Yeah. I don't want to say slutty beacon, but it's just a way of saying like, well, you know, it can be reappropriated <laughs> slutty beacon. I mean, look, look mine says man whore podcast right in it. So they kind of have an idea. Right. Um, but it's, they'll be like, it's like, it's safe for me to kind of come out to you about this because I already know you're kind of in that camp. Yeah. 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 So where, where, where were you meeting I these use, guys? I mean, I use OkCupid, OkCupid. Uh, primarily. Uh, my, I'd, and here's, I, I also don't use like um, hierarchical terms. Like I don't have like a primary or anything. Yeah. My lover that I, uh how would I? He's the one that I was telling you earlier about okay. um, the the journalist. He, <laughs> the he, one who records everything. He, a lot of things, not everything. He sounds like me, but like has a lover or girlfriend. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, he has so many lovers and girlfriends. Mm. Um, no, I, I actually, I mean, I met him. Like, I was drunk on the subway platform, and I commanded that he come home with me. I don't really remember. Stop this. it. Uh, I, I apparently I told it him I had you. coffee and blackberries at my house if he wanted to come home with me. I got I like 
I got home. I went to sleep. I woke up in the morning and looked over and there was a fucking person lying next to me. I was like, who the fuck? What is happening right now? And then like slowly things trickled back. I was like, I must have, I remember swiping a cab ride home. Okay. That happened. He must have been with me. Oh, oh, I remember having sex. Oh, condoms were ripped. Oh, thank God. Okay. Okay. Thank uh, God there's a rapper. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, uh, what is, what's happening? And like, I was still wasted. You go check yourself for like any bruises I need to know about? Oh, definitely bruises. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I like woke up still drunk and somehow gave him my number and he contacted me and was like, I'm leaving for Ukraine in four days. Can you meet up before then? And I was like, well, since I don't like, like fucking remember what happened, I need to go see this person. Yeah. And we met and that like, it's just this insanely dynamic and brilliant connection. Uh, like we were in Tokyo together in September. And so if you're looking for like a non-monogamous partner, like try being drunk on the subway, get wasted at a burner event in Soho and then try to get on the train. Was he at the burner event too? Um, he actually, it turned out, we found out that we were both, at uh it's it was like um it's called lip service um you went to lip service i've been meaning to go to lip service he said he was there and i was like i don't know i didn't see you or i was like too drunk to see you and he was like yeah i didn't see you either uh, i briefly but, mentioned it on the show for people listen lip service it's just a it's like a makeout party at a at a bar event yeah. sorry continue yeah no no, no worries like, um so apparently that's where we both were and um i dragged him home with me and <laughs> You know, like eight months later or whatever, he's been one of the most influential and inspirational people in my life. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's great to have those types of people. I, uh, I get close to that. I get, I get like about that type, uh, to that level without ever going to like the romantic connection, I guess. And that's the you know, that's where I've been struggling. That's why I had the fucking show. It was like, mm. uh, but I taking it to that level where it's just like, Oh, we're deep and getting them to say it back. I say that all the time. I'm very lovey dovey. I could go on three dates and be like, I think I'm in love with this person. I'm that guy. Yeah. Um, which is terrible. I it's know not. But. I'm in love. I fall in love with everybody. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> like, I knew it's I was very inconvenient. <laughs> it's extremely inconvenient. Yeah. I mean, I also, the way, and this might be a nice, like, sort of spot to to land on and maybe wrap things mm-hmm. up with um and just something to think about um i, I the way what your definition of falling in love is mm-hmm. um and what being in love means and what love means period um i do myself the liberty of lumping them all together because i say that i would probably bang any of my friends um and like but fall, like being in love because I said, I've said that since I was like a child, like a middle schooler. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in love. And I would say that I'm falling in love. I'm falling in love. Um, since like as far back as I can remember, people are like, Caroline, you're always falling in love. And I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> doesn't mean I'm not falling back out of love like all the time too. But falling in love to me means a yearning to, uh, become more intimate with this other person um, and to find the level to which like they're comfortable with becoming intimate and sustaining that. And, you know, with like some people it enters a sexual realm with some people, it enters a romantic realm with some people it's romantic, but not sexual with some people. It's not romantic, but it's definitely sexual. Mm -hmm. Um, And like those relationships that happen, I take each one the day that they come. And if, I get one chance to fall in love with one person. Um, That's, I mean, that's something that I think I'm vastly grateful for and would feel silly begrudging it or looking back on it and being like, Oh my God, like, why did I feel that way? Why did I do that? I feel so stupid. There's just any chance to fall in love expands your horizons or expands my horizons anyway. I just wrote, I, I didn't know if you were looking strange that I was writing, but I, I wrote Lover Without Borders. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That was what's coming that's to mind. That's real nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be, uh, and we'll, we'll wrap it up on this. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Sure. Um, I'm, some people might be wondering, okay, and I don't always ask this, but it's just, okay. Go for Billy, it. Billy, just fucking ask it. I know, I'm getting there. He's working on Getting it. comfortable. Jesus. Okay. I'm in the princess palace. Okay. This is a new place for me. You're uh, a princess. You're the best. <laughs> pretty prince. Um, wait, so now do you remember why you just were like, you lacked interest? And I only asked this because in rereading, 
they were like insanely flirty, very interested. I'm getting back in a couple of days. Let's check my schedule. Super enthusiastic stuff. And then all of a sudden, the ghost. Mm. I actually wrote before I got here, champion ghoster. I think you might. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've already covered why you handled that the way you did. But do you know why you just were like, yeah, because it went from that was amazing to nothing. Um, yeah, I, I lean on my intuition a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and I tend to sometimes, especially in the past, uh, like blindly follow it to the point of like hitting past spontaneity and going more into just like, a um, what's the word that's not good when you're being spontaneous? Um, Rigid? Nope. No. Nope. Uh, uh, it'll come back to me. Okay. But, um, oh, impulsive. Okay. Okay. Isn't spontaneous impulsive kind of the same? No. I think if you're, if you're in tune with your intuition, spontaneity can be pretty, uh, spontaneity definitely has a more positive connotation. Um, impulsiveness is when spontaneity goes wrong. That's okay. how I look at it. Okay. Again, um, your alternative definition. I understand that. Okay. Constantly sorry. having to find myself help. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I think there was something that was like, ah, not feeling it. And okay. I was, I listened to it and didn't, you know, give you the benefit of the doubt and shoot you a, a message to let you know when, where, how, why, oh, or what. So um, I would like to think I'm a little bit more self-aware than I used to be. Okay. Um, I think that's why I'm here right now. Yeah. And I'm glad you're here right now. And I'm glad I'm in the palace. Um, absolutely. Although I feel like I'm supposed to have some sort of like pink wand. Um, but thank you, Caroline, for, for doing the show. Yeah. Uh, I know you got to go, but, uh, I do. why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to folks and say goodbye. Don't like, just like not answer their texts for, <laughs> for over a year. Well, I hope all of you have the loveliest <laughs> evenings, afternoons, days, weeks, years, months, lives. Have have a good one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> And that was Caroline, everybody. Uh, while, while you all listen to me chat with Caroline, I was having an invigorating conversation with my roommates about webcamming. Uh, I learned a lot of surprising new things. Very fun. Uh, Boston, again, I want to see you at the Naked Comedy Show January 7th. Go to manwhorepod.com to get details on that. Uh, as usual, people, uh, give me a little shout out. Let me know what you thought about the show on Twitter's at uh, the Billy Persita. Use the hashtag manwhorepodcast so I can find you. Uh, if you want to say something a little bit more longer, a little bit more personal, you can uh, email me, manwhorepod at gmail.com. And uh, tis the season of giving, and that includes to me and my Patreon. Go to manwhorepod.com, click the Patreon banner on the side to become a supporter today. But I hope you all enjoy your holidays, people. Uh, I, I will certainly enjoy mine here in the Bushwick. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Stay slutty.